Yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for taking the time. Um, this is a true honor, you know, um, just growing up watching the Sandlot and then hearing about the nonprofit. So, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about Play Forever. Oh, man. Grant, you're going to be way more eloquent about this than me. Okay. I mean, I could do it. I want to. I kind of want to hear you do it. You want to hear me do it? I want to hear you do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, look, um, this movie has been around 30 years in, uh, in April. It's going to be the 30th anniversary. And, you know, I think we've just seen as the years have gone by, like, just the momentum just grows and grows. And it feels like the, the love and the goodwill around the film is just gets bigger and bigger every year and and so for for about a year or so now grant and i have been talking about what we could do with yeah. with that you know it's i mean it's great to use that for personal gain or profit or whatever but like you know we really feel like we've been so blessed to have been a part of something like this that like we sort of owe it to to, yeah. to get back and, and what can we do with the, the goodwill and the generosity that, that we've experienced by just being members of the, the cast. And so um, it seemed like just a natural fit to do something yeah. with youth sports. Um, and really, like, you know, we were those kids in the movie that, like, Smalls hits a, the ball over the fence and, uh, you know, we can't play anymore. Well, it's Ham hits the one originally. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, because we don't have 90 cents to, to get a new baseball, we can't play anymore. And that's what forces uh, Smalls to go and steal the Babe Ruth ball, which, you know, yeah. sets the whole thing in motion. So, um, you know, we, we started this organization to really take a holistic approach uh, to really looking at, on a case-by-case basis, like, what, what's, what's needed and what can we do? So it could be something as simple as equipment, and, you know, bats and balls, but, I mean, there's also all kinds of other issues, like, you know, food insecurity and safety issues and just, you know, field conditions and um, gender inequity and all that stuff yeah. um, that we want to be able to address. And so, really, that's that's our goal is just breaking down barriers, whatever they are, that are going to separate kids from, from a life in sports. Awesome. How was that? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took some stuff from that. Did you? Yeah, yeah. solid. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I saw, so you guys uh, also had the boys this summer, right? Non-fungible token. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You know, a couple yeah. a couple years ago. So, I mean, obviously you guys are very entrepreneurial minded. Um, do you feel like the film kind of forced you to kind of have that mindset in a, in a similar sense? Or, um, like, take us through, uh, you know, how, how you guys develop that, that mindset. You know, it's sort of the same thing with, the foundation of the nonprofit right, is how do we relate to this movie differently? Mm. Right? So, before we started talking about the nonprofit, Victor and I were talking about like taking a little bit more control over the what's out there. Right? Mm. They've been there have been shirts and stuff with our faces on them since we were kids. Never had any say, input in any of it. Never saw anything from it. Uh, so for a while we were talking about, well, you know, we've got our faces, we've got our old photos, there's nothing stopping yeah. from putting our faces on, it, <laughs> on something. So we started building the idea of uh, branding ourselves uh, a little bit differently and putting ourselves under a different thing that we could have control over. Uh, so it had really originally been merchandise-based, and then Victor and I 
uh, it's two years ago now, we were talking one night about NFTs and we were yeah. seeing all the stuff that Funko and Tops and some of the brands that we really loved were doing. We were like, well, we got all these photos. Right. Uh, I have a creative agency. Like, yeah, Nashville, let's, right? Like, yeah. let's just make some stuff. Right. And so we did it and it went over really, really well. I've watched our whole agency's division. Victor now runs it. Um, so again, you know, it turned out that two things between friends turned into something completely unexpected, uh, which is basically what happened with the sound. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, it's pretty cool, right? I mean, 30 years later, you guys are still, you know, creating that narrative. Um, you know, talk about, uh, like, the relationship with the other cast members as well. Um, they you know, also... They? <laughs> Shane over here. <laughs> Uh, why he's my favorite it's really amazing he's your favorite (laughs) Um, no it's really it's incredible the bond that we've I mean I don't know that there are a lot of ensemble kind of films like this where the cast has stayed as tight as we have Mm. for almost 30 years now so it's January yeah yeah. we talk all the time We, we have a big group text chain and we send all kinds of stuff that we could never share with the public um, and uh, we see each other like a couple of times a month, you know, um, at different different events, and it's it's really great. I mean, these guys are, are like brothers to me. It's been yeah. really incredible because it's been the reception of the film, the fact that the film keeps living on that has allowed us to really maintain and rebuild this connection too. Because after the film, you know, we were kids; we all went our separate ways. Tom lived out of state. Shane lived out of state. Everybody was all over the place, bumping to each other on auditions and stuff like that. But then life, just like at the end of the film, life happens, yeah, right? right? And that's what I like your ride or die, some stay, some go. Like it is, and that really happened. And the love of the film, the excitement over the twentieth, is really what got us talking and seeing each other, and kind of got the convention thing going yeah. a bit, and. Over the last 10 years, we've gotten way closer than we've ever been. And now, again, going back to the nonprofit, like, the nonprofit really is everything now because what better time than when so many of us are so fundamentally connected on the same goal to actually do something about it? We all had our, like, shit, we turned 40 moment. And, like, it's real. Oh, definitely, and, and you know, I know Shane's also a, a board member, right? Uh-huh. A play forever. So, um, do you feel like the bond between like the three of you guys has just grown significantly a little bit more uh, than you know maybe other cast members, just because of the growth of the nonprofit and other entrepreneurial endeavors? Do you, you know, talk about that relationship between the three of you guys. And yeah, I mean, definitely, it's it's um, our relationship has evolved in, in that sense, but like also at the same time, I mean. I don't know. These guys yeah. have still right, been yeah. my brother since I was 11 years old. And so, I don't know. I've just always felt really tight. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, it's like, dude, you, you've got friends probably that you yeah. go all the way back with. They're like, no matter who they are, what they do, they're like, they're a crew. Well, it's interesting because, uh, like, I've, I've, you know, asked, like, similar questions in the past. And it's like, oh, some of the cast members branch out, like, to your point. Like, right. You know, it's it's tough to stay in touch because everyone. But I think it's really unique that you guys still have that same bond with every cast member, and you guys still yeah. stay in touch. You know, just from that film, you know, yeah. that's that's very rare. So. It, 
It is. Yeah. Um, and that's why, I mean, every time we get to come to one of these, every time we get to sit and talk to somebody like yeah. yourself, it's a very humbling experience. When we got on set to start filming, we never thought we'd look up and see people wearing Rodriguez jerseys and like, oh, wow, cool, you yeah. know, it's just, um, it's amazing. And to be able to talk to kids and to have them come up, I was talking to this young kid this morning at the table, 10 years old, he knew every line, he's a pitcher, he's telling me he's practicing every day. It's, like, it's really cool, it means yeah. a lot. Yeah. I know uh, a lot of MLB players have like spoken like saying the Sandlot was an inspiration for why they played the game like have you guys had any personal relationship with any current pros uh, I know you're a big hockey fan yeah uh, Victor so I mean baseball or, or any other sport what what kind of pros have, have reached out to you guys Anything oh man uh, well I'm also like I'm a huge Eagles fan uh, my family my whole family's from that area I went to high school in Delaware, just outside of Philadelphia. And, right. Um, so I think one of the coolest moments for me was uh, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> when I met him, and I went over to his house, and uh, and he came outside with a "You're Killing Me" Smalls T-shirt oh on, and uh, that was really special. That yeah, was, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, you, you have like a you, you'd say like that's your biggest relationship right now with any pro or uh, any baseball players. Yeah, too, probably, or? probably. Yeah, I mean Justin Turner, we know pretty well. You know, I've I've, I've gone and done stuff for his his uh, the Justin Turner Foundation. Um, so yeah, but but yeah, for me, man, Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, he's super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he seems cool. I've seen, I've listened to his podcast. Yeah, oh, that's so, yeah. hilarious. He's great. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's great. That's awesome. How about uh, you, Danny? I rode in an elevator with Sandy Koufax once. <laughs> hey, that's that's pretty legendary. It was at Dodger yeah. Stadium, too, and it was, like, going from the level where all the World Series trophies are and stuff, like, yeah. up to the top. Right. And, like, we just stood there, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I guess I'm friends with Sandy Koufax. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, because you guys um, went to Dodger Stadium for uh, the 25th uh-huh. anniversary. Um what, any any ideas for the 30th anniversary coming uh, up? I know they're working on some really big stuff. I don't know exactly what that is. They haven't given us the details. We'll be the last to know. We'll probably be the last to know. I think it'll probably be something different this year. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, but I know that, that uh, it's now Disney. It's now a Disney film. And uh, I know they've got, they got some big plans for 30. So stay tuned. Yeah. And on top of that... We're using the 30th as well as a real opportunity to get out and spread the message more, not play forever. So uh, in February, we're going to be in Houston. So we'll be doing a fundraiser and an event in Houston in February. I think March, uh, we'll be in both Nashville and Louisville, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, August. Well, Louisville will either be late March or early April, April, somewhere right in there. Yeah. Um, the opening weekend. Give or take. And then uh, August, we'll be returning to Salt Lake City. So there'll That's be a lot cool. of stuff. Uh, very excited about the plans that are yeah. coming together for that. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing what the studio has in store. Uh, it's nice being part of the Disney family. That's yeah, pretty uh, cool. That's you know, uh, so, yeah. so we'll That's find awesome. out about the same time everybody else does. I think. That's great. Do you guys, um, I guess uh, another quick question about Play Forever. Do you guys see uh, any, like Jason Kelsey, like do you think he'll uh, – Trying to get him involved. You never know. We're, we're trying to get we're <laughs> trying to get all of our friends involved. So yeah, we uh, we'll probably be making some cool announcements uh, in the coming weeks or months about about some some interesting stuff having to do with that. Yeah. 
Awesome. That's great. Um, one personal question I had, I was curious if there was one souvenir from the Sandlot film that you guys still hold today. Uh, I, I you know, I wish that I would have known when we were filming what it yeah. was going to turn into because I would have stolen everything off of that set. <laughs> um, I do have, I have the original script, uh, which is really cool. Uh, and I've also got a baseball that I've been carrying around with me for about 30 years now that I've got the entire cast on there. I've got the producer, writer, director. I've got the prop master. I got Art LaFleur. I've got uh, Tony Richmond, who was the cinematographer. It's um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and anytime I go anywhere that somebody is not, <laughs> yeah. not on the ball, I bring it and get them to sign it. So. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. cool. Grant, do you have anything? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I still have the hat somewhere. Like, because that was a really cool hat. Um, I think my mom still has that. I have the scripts. Um, I have the baseballs from the set, too. I believe, and don't quote me on this, I believe I have three that are signed by everybody in the casting crew. Like, everybody who worked on the film. Like, the PAs all the way yeah, down. Yeah, that's awesome. My dad was like, it was a squirrel like yeah, that. Like, you know, I, like that's something he would probably spend yeah, the whole three months awesome. working on, and like, uh, so I think, I think, yeah. Who's yeah. got Who's got the Babe Ruth baseball? Terry, the prop master. Yeah, okay, he's got cool. he's got all the good stuff. That was a real murderer's row ball too. Yeah, it was real. real. That was his ball. That's pretty yeah. insane. We weren't allowed near it. Like, <laughs> and his prop truck was the coolest yeah. thing because it had, I mean, it had everything from like a Babe Ruth ball to a gigantic beast animatronic yeah. head in it. Like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. We weren't allowed in there at all. Couldn't go anywhere near. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. I guess to wrap up. Um, you know, maybe one thing that you're really looking forward to with Play Forever. I know you kind of touched upon it. And then one thing uh, here in Comic-Con Los Angeles uh, for the rest of this weekend. Oh, man, I'm excited for the panel. Tomorrow we're doing main stage panel at 1.30. Uh, we got a special guest moderator, Sean Weiss, yeah. Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's going to be really dope. cool. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. awesome. That was my answer, too. <laughs> that panel. Took it. It's going to be, awesome. be great. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. It's a true honor. And um, I'm looking forward to the nonprofit. And uh, keep yeah, going. Appreciate cool. the support. Thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Good talking to you. Yeah. Do, uh, do you mind if I get a picture, too? Of course. For, uh,